Fearless Footballer family, welcome back to another episode. Happy Monday. We've got a slight change of scenery here. We've got Gus, we've got Dash, we've got Oscar, we've got Levi. If you're watching on the YouTube or if I create a, a little reel out of this, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But we're just looking after my girlfriend's um, my girlfriend's mum home at the moment or apartment because she's away in Melbourne. So looking after her place, beautiful spot, beachfront, which is awesome. But we're looking after four dogs, which has been crazy. Taking them for a couple walks a day, they will shit and wee like insane in those two walks. I've never seen anything like it. But we're here today with another episode. Happy Monday. I hope you've had an amazing weekend and hopefully this inspires you to have a really good start to the week as well. So we're getting into another episode. Last episode, I spoke to you guys about my five weeks at the Adelaide Football Club, which was a great time and great part of my life because I absolutely love that little period. And then moving on to the next part that I'm going to talk about now is probably not the highlights at all of my career so far. It's probably one of the lower lights that I have experienced coming off of what I did throughout my under 17 year, coming into my under 18 year, I put a lot of pressure and expectation on myself to continue to improve. And maybe I'd put too much pressure on myself to continue to improve at a really high level and a at a really high rate, I should say, because I wanted to make these massive leaps and jumps and have a really good year. But I think I just let that get to my head a little bit and put too much pressure on myself rather than just focusing on one step forward at a time. On top of that, I had a lot of pressure and publicity from the media, which I kind of was expecting being a father-son. I would have been the second overall second pick um, as a father-son because my cousin Ben was a father-son pick the year before. So there was that extra added pressure of living up to that name. And coming into that year, I was actually projected to be a first-round pick because of the season that I had before. Obviously, you look at that sort of stuff and you go, oh, wow, it fills up your ego, makes you feel really good. But you can't let it take your focus away in trainings, in games, and let it affect your ego in the way that maybe it did a little bit in mind. Like I wasn't going into games thinking about that sort of stuff, but it always sort of sits at the back of your head. And when you make an error on the footy field, you get more frustrated because you're meant to be this first round pick and those sorts of things. And then that goes on to affect affect your next disposal and your next decision making and those sorts of things. So I know I started off the rear the year really slow and not as fast as I would have liked. I played in the reserves. I didn't play any under-18s games, I don't think. I may have filled in once coming back from the state carnival, but played one under-18s game for the year, uh, midway through the year. But the rest of the time, I was up in the senior side. So was playing in the reserves. Had a really sort of slow start to the season, which I was disappointed with myself. And my parents could see it. I remember coming home crying at some points. Uh, I know the Adelaide Crows footy club recruiters could see it as well. And I remember catching up with them at probably the halfway point, I think just before we left for the state under 18 sort of stuff. And I remember him saying, well, I don't remember the whole conversation. I just remember little parts. And he spoke about a Norwood game where I really didn't think I performed that well. And he goes, well, 
I looked at this sort of stuff. I looked at you didn't miss a ground ball. Everything was taken up cleanly. Yes, you only had 18, 19 sort of touches, but all those were really effective and they were re- you were really clean with picking up that disposal. And that sort of just sort of hit me because it put it put things into perspective and I was always going off what the numbers looks like. And I always wanted to have 25 disposals plus, which a lot of kids sort of look at because that's what gets you games and those sorts of things because coaches look at that as well. But from a recruiting standpoint, they were looking at looking at it at a deeper level. They were going, okay, how does he pick up the ball? Is he clean? Is he composed with his disposal? That was another thing that they did speak about was my composure and having time to dispose of the football. And it made it look like I had more time than I did out in the footy field, which is a good quality and a good trait to have. An improvement that they did speak about during that time as well is to get my energy up and help my, not only myself, but also the teammates around me was whenever someone kicks a goal, go and celebrate that as much as you can, because that's not only going to lift your team around that sort of thing. And it looks good from a recruiting perspective, but also it improves your energy as well, because you're getting up and about. It gives you something to get excited for rather than just going internal on yourself and going the negative sort of route, trying to switch that into a positive. And I found that a really, really big tool for me going into the state carnival because the state carnival was not far away. Now, for those that are listening that don't really know what the state carnival is, a team of under 18s get selected and we fly to we flew to WA for our first game. Then we flew to Melbourne for a week and played two games there. And you play against the best kids in the country for Western Australia, Vic Metro, Vic Country at SA were in the Division 1, and then Division 2, they had Tasmania. I think the Allies were also in Div 1. They had Tasmania in the second Div, and I'm not sure of the other teams there as well, but we played against um, WA in our first match, and I played not too bad, but the biggest thing that I remember was when Darcy Fogarty kicked the first goal, I'm pretty sure, and all I focused on was getting around him as much as I could to make sure my energy was right where it needs to be needed to be, make sure our teammates' energy was where it needed to be as well. And that just, I think that changed it for me. I remember finishing up with 24 disposals that game, I'm pretty sure, 23 or 24. Also had, I think, three attempts to kick a few goals in the last quarter, which, number one, I'm disappointed that I didn't kick those goals. But at the same time, I tried to flip it into a positive and go, okay, I didn't convert those goals, which nine times out of 10, I probably would have converted those goals, but I'm glad that I had the opportunity to kick those goals, all right? I focused on the opportunity rather than the results. So I think that definitely helped and flipped my mindset into a much more positive sort of state, which at the end of the day, I speak about energy a lot on my Instagram and those sorts of things. And I think if you can maintain that at a really neutral sort of pace, if you haven't listened to Matt Steinwade in the 31-minute podcast, I suggest you go listen to him right now. I don't care if you pause his podcast and go listen to his because he speaks a lot about energy and frequency and those sorts of things and how valuable that sort of stuff is. And I found it so valuable for my mental health as well and making sure I'm in a really, really good place 90% of the time. You're not going to be there 100% of the time, um, but you're going to try and maintain that for as long as possible. So, Went off track a little bit there, but 
had a pretty good game against WA. Um, I think we played the Allies next back in South Australia, and it was an okay game. Did a couple okay things. Wasn't amazing or a standout by any means. We then traveled to Victoria for a week where we played Vic Metro first up. We played on Eddie Had Stadium and I thought I played yeah, not too bad again, like pretty consistent, pretty solid. Again, I could have done a lot more to help me stand out in front of the crowd that we had in front of the recruiters and those sorts of things. But coming off from the season that I had so far, I was using that as positive momentum to keep building myself into the year that I was having. And then finished off against Vic Country and played a pretty good game, I would have thought. I think I had 30 disposals and maybe one goal or maybe I had an opportunity to kick a goal. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. But it just sort of capped off a pretty consistent, a pretty nice state carnival to put forward to recruiters and hopefully put my name up for selection and those sorts of things. And I think just that mindset was the biggest shift. Once I finished the state carnival, I think our seniors had a buy for footy, so I went and played the under-18s game. It was okay, nothing special again, uh, and then sort of started to build in the reserves. I think for that year, I played about 10 reserves games, and I remember having a bit of a standout game against Port Magpies, and that got me my first league game, which funny, funnily enough was against the Adelaide Crows. It was out in the country because... It was country round or community round, I think they called it. Uh, we go out to the country and play out there and played my first league game, which was everything that I've been wanting, everything that I've wanted to build up to. And it it didn't let me down. Like we won the game. I played against Scott Thompson, which was one of my dad's good friends at the time. And we had a really good relationship with him. And it was crazy to share the field with him, considering he shared the field with dad for a lot of my life. And I remember having about 17 touches, didn't kick a goal, um, took a nice one-handed grab and um, a few different things. But I just remember that first half of that game being like, I ran around with my head cut off because it was the ball was just pinging so fast and it's such a big step up at that age. I was 17 at the time, playing against guys that have been playing league footy for 10 plus years, which is yeah just crazy to sort of share the field with them at such a young age. Ended up finishing the season with those four games and with well sorry finished the season playing four games in the league side, which is exactly what I wanted. We won our first game. I think we won or um, I think we lost our next couple. We definitely lost the last game of the year. And I remember speaking to dad and the Adelaide Crows recruiter at the end of um, the last game as well. And they said that the last game of the year, even though I only had, I think, 14 disposals, that the way I was running, the way I was participating in the game was the best that they have seen um, for quite some time, which is crazy to think about. So it just shows that if you're not performing stats-wise on the footy field, as long as you're playing the game the right way and you're trying to do things, you're trying to make a difference, you um, explode off with speed when you get the ball and those sorts of things and make a difference with your disposals, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter about the total amount. If you can use those disposals really effectively and set up your team in different ways, you're going to stand out. Right. And I think that's a big pressure on under 18 kids coming through is they have to have 35, 40 disposals a game because you look at kids like Dacos, Ashcroft, those guys coming through and they're absolutely dominating. 
But the biggest thing, if you're in South Australia, that a lot of kids don't realize is you can be playing reserves and league football at 17 years old. Whereas the kids in Victoria and I think WA as well are not allowed to do that. They can only play in their under-18s competition, which obviously is a lot easier for them to go out and dominate. Like I was doing the exact same thing in my under-17s year, the year before, playing really well. And I was like, okay, what's the next step? What's the next challenge for me? And that was reserves football. And I was lucky enough to do that for a year and a half before I got drafted. Whereas kids coming through, not that it might... I don't know if it puts them at a disadvantage or anything because they've had, like you look at Dacos last year, had an amazing year, but he doesn't have that experience of playing league football that you get to have um, and whether that destroys your confidence a little bit because you've gone from under 18s to league footy and you're not performing as well, who knows? But I was lucky enough to have that opportunity to play at that level and I think the biggest reflection point and recap of the year was... Yes, it was probably one of the worst years, I think, personally, that I had football-wise, but the biggest thing that I can take away was going into the year, trying to take that pressure off myself of performing at the highest level possible and expecting to have 30, 40 disposals at senior footy when I don't think I needed to do that. All I needed to do was focus on the process to help put me in a position to speak to as many football AFL clubs as possible to be able to get drafted. And I think I just took the pressure of the media that I had and the articles that were going around. And every day, you'd, well, not every day, maybe every week, you'd see a different article, the father-son of Tyson Edwards doing this, this, and this, maybe gets drafted to the Adelaide Crows, could possibly be the second uh, second father-son pick of all time and things like that that just sort of build up and creep up that get to your head and I kind of wish looking back that I could have an outlet to speak to someone about that but I didn't have anyone at the time that I wanted to speak to about it so that's yeah kind of a little bit of a miss on my end there but at the same time it's all in hindsight and you can't really do too much about it now but the biggest thing that I would focus on is just enjoying my football getting around my teammates as much as possible supporting them and by getting their energy up it gets my energy up as well and just trying to improve a little bit not trying to make these big jumps to show recruiters that I'm here to play and here to stay but just make a small improvement from last year because I had a good year the year before. All I needed to do was make a couple little improvements, a couple little adjustments here and there. I performed well at the Adelaide Crows during preseason just by enjoying and taking the pressure off and stress away of performing really well. All you need to do is get that one little percent improvement. And if you, if you follow my Instagram as well, if you don't, Get on it at Jackson Edwards Coaching. We're approaching 5K followers, actually. Hopefully, by the time this podcast comes out tomorrow, I'm already there. But if you're not, follow that. But just focus on those 1% improvements each and every day. I think this is a little bit of a longer podcast, so I apologize. But if you can focus on those 1% improvements, compound that over a year, over two years, three years, even a month, the amount of improvement that you're going to have is absolutely insane and it's only the small things i remember my dad when i was younger he would say just focus on the small things do the little things well and they will add up to a massive result and that's what i forgot over my under 17 to under 18 year i tried to make this big massive leap 
which didn't quite get me to where I wanted to get to. So if you're watching this, if you're young coming through each year that builds up, try and focus on one or two little things that are going to take you to another level and hopefully use that in 2023 to inspire you to get that little bit better. Stay fearless.